Welcome to Geezers of Gear, episode number 85. And so today we have a very special episode based on this COVID-19 or coronavirus as it is more popularly named. Um, I decided a couple of weeks ago to pull together a podcast just to discuss this virus and the closures and sort of the stoppage of everything as we know it in our industry and just how heavily impacted the events and concert and live music industry has been as a result of this uh, dreaded virus. And so, first of all, I'm hoping that everyone who's listening is doing okay and that um, none of your friends or family or anybody has been more severely impacted, i.e. sick or worse. And secondly, I know we will all survive this. I know that as an industry, this is probably, I should say, definitely the most impactful thing that has ever happened to our industry. And so, you know, we're, we're a great group of people. There's a lot of creative and very um, spirit-filled, uh, passionate people that I'm seeing on social media that I know as friends that I'm talking to on a daily basis. And so I feel very good about our future. Um, We're going to talk today a little more about the present, but also about the future, also about some ideas that maybe this entire group has. So today we have a a group of people that I was able to pull together very quickly. Um, We have Eric Loader, who is VP and partner in Elation Professional. I think uh, most people in the industry globally know who Eric is. We have John Featherstone, who is the co-founder and a partner in LightSwitch, a very talented designer, very smart guy, also very active in the social media uh, community. And so he talks a lot and uh, was somebody that I definitely wanted to have talking here. We have Ben Salzman, who's the CEO and partner in Act Lighting. Um, who, again, very smart guy, running a very, very successful company. We have John Wiseman, who is uh, probably someone that I don't really need to do an introduction for, but senior VP uh, at PRG and master of all things related to the touring industry. So great group of people, very eclectic group of people, smart group of people. And so I really hope that you enjoy this. And I, more importantly, I hope that you get something from this. So here we go. Okay, so here we are. This is uh, probably by far the most important podcast I've ever done. Not that any of the other ones were important, but um, this one really, really is important. And I'm so happy to have been able to assemble the group of people that I have on here today. And so I'm just going to introduce you sort of as you appear on my uh, Zoom screen here. Um, So first of all, Eric Loader, who is VP and I believe a partner now in Elation, uh, Elation Professional, known globally. They have offices all over the world who are all being impacted by this this thing right now. For sure. Hey, Marcel. So next we have John Featherstone, who is looking 
pretty today as usual. <laughs> it's just for you, baby. <laughs> John, John is, uh, along with uh, his partner, Norm Schwab, is co-founder of um, Lightswitch, which is a very important design firm that has been operating as long as I can remember. Um, you know, and, and John, one of the reasons that I really wanted Mr. Featherstone on the call today was because he has been very vocal on social media and anyone basically who will listen to him. He's, he's had some very good insight on how to look at this virus and its impact on our, our industry. And that's important. Um, John Wiseman, of course, is VP, senior VP of PRG and is currently uh, bored to death because John probably carries one of the busiest travel schedules of anyone I know in the industry and is generally somewhere else in the world and hasn't been able to travel for the last couple of weeks. So, um, so actually I am traveling today. I'm, I'm posted up at, uh, at Rancho Mirage. I was going to say, at, that looks like a hotel. Yeah, it does look like a hotel. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I, I'm at a resort now and I, I just walked out to that. I was at the pool yesterday. I took my, my girl down here and we were sitting at the pool and the guy, and, and there's literally nobody here. Wow. And I said to the guy, I said, so you're like, you're going to be my slave for the next week. And he said, yeah. <laughs> said, yes. And he said, and by the way, I am so glad you guys came. Oh, wow. I mean, the, oh, the heartfelt yeah. from the guy. So I've been tipping the shit out of him. Yeah. Good. Yeah, well, that's... I, I, I just want to say, if you think coronavirus is an existential threat, a poor John Wiseman is oh, far yeah. more damaging. <laughs> the world doesn't want to see that shit. No. Thank no. you, John. Get, yeah, we should start one of those uh, online, uh, you know, these, these things that are going on for uh, people um, signing petitions and stuff, but get John back to work. Yeah, so busy, yeah. You know, yeah. we got to start one of those. Crazy. And then uh, finally, Ben Salzman, who is the CEO and owner of Act Lighting, uh, you know, very large distributor, obviously, in this country for uh, MA and Ayrton and a lot of other lines. Um, severely impacted, obviously, by this coronavirus. And again, just another really smart guy. And this group of people, you know, each of you, I've reached out to multiple times throughout my career and just kind of gauged feedback. And, uh, you know, Wiseman, I talk to two or three times a week, most weeks. Ben, I talk to quite often. Eric, I talk to a lot. You know, I mean, I just think you're a really smart group of people. I appreciate you doing this. Um, we've set some of our own ground rules, one of which is that we don't really want to get political, but we do want to talk a lot about the government um, because the government plays a very important role, especially for our industry, which is, as we would all agree, probably one of, if not the most heavily impacted by this virus. And um, secondly, we're not going to talk over each other because everyone on this call loves to talk. And so first, I, you know, I'd like to start with something sort of an elephant in the room for me anyways is that i think each of the people on this uh <clears throat> podcast right now are in the middle of or at the front end of or even at the tail end of making you know decisions uh having conversations with your cfo having conversations with your team looking at your business and just wondering how am I going to survive? And how is our company going to survive? And each of us is in a position where we have to have those discussions, not only with ourselves internally and, and, you know, with our heart, with our brain, um, 
And believe it or not, although, you know, some people know how I vote, I'm I'm pretty liberal when it comes to employees and people around me and, and just being generous uh, to people. So these are very difficult thoughts for me to have. I've been having discussions with some people on my team where I'm saying, well, you know, I don't know if I can keep everyone employed. And, and they're going, so what are you saying? And I'm going, well, I'm not really saying anything. I'm just telling you that I'm thinking about this stuff and I'm thinking about you and what your position is here and how we can, you know, it's so hard to do. So what I'm trying to say is all of us are going through this this very difficult time. I know that freelancers are going to listen to this and go, oh, you think you got it tough. I've lost all of my income. And I get that. And, and I'm not by any means saying, poor me, my problems are bigger than yours. We all have problems and, and everyone in this industry is being impacted from the very largest at PRG to the very smallest freelancer who, who you know, used to carry somebody's tool bag to the gigs and was getting paid you know, $30 a day. That person's out of work too. So um, I just wanna say, you know, God help you all <laughs> in, in your roles yeah. because these are difficult times for us, for our employees, for our freelancers, for everyone. We are gonna be asked by shareholders, by our CFO, by our spouses, by whoever it is, we're gonna be asked to make some really, really tough decisions over the next couple of weeks, couple of months. And uh, you know, I, I'm not a very religious guy, but I pray that you have the strength and that I have the strength to be able to make those decisions you know, and, and, and to be able to live with those decisions, you know, and sleep well at night and everything else, because this is, this is our job. This is not our, you know, this is not our, our, uh, it's not a, it's not a job. This is a lifestyle, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. It's not, this is not a nine to five. You know, we, we all live together. Uh, it, oh, it, it yeah. makes it a little bit different. You know, yeah. we, we, uh, like, you know, the people on this call I've spent numerous times, you know, with, you know, like when Featherstone and I were working together in which we do off and on, it's not, you know, it's not, Hey, see you at the coffee pot and then goodbye at five. You know, yeah. we all pull in the same direction. Hey so. John, not to make light of it or anything, but your throat sounds pretty bad. Are you sure you're not like a, a card carrying member of the CV club here? You know, dude, you know what I, you know what I always say, Marcel, I do not get sick. I make people sick. Okay. So, I'm just yeah. fine. One of those super carriers. I'm, I'm, I'm actually trying to be respectful to the other people that are apparently not even in this hotel. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah it's, it's interesting you said that, John. You know, before we all started to do this uh, social isolating, social distancing thing, you know, we were at a, a barbecue with some friends uh, a little while ago, uh, last, last week. Um, and there were a couple of guys there uh, who were kind of of the feeling that they were like, great, I'm going to get a couple of weeks off. This is awesome. Uh, I'm not going to have to go to work. You know, one guy in manufacturing, another guy in supply chain. That's not how any of us are. We all love to go to work. We love the people we work with. Yeah. We work in an amazing community. I'm gutted I'm not going to work. Yeah. You know, I, I thrive on being busy, and I think everybody here does. But, but the only way we're going to get through this is by doing it together. And nobody's problems are any bigger than anybody else's. I, I, I guarantee that the CEO of a company who's got 10 factories – uh, throughout the throughout the world, who's trying to keep a workforce of 500 is up at night every bit as much as the person that's just starting in the business who's trying to figure out how to pay their rent on a studio apartment. There's no doubt there's no, about it. There's no scale to problems. Everybody has their problems. There's no saying, well, you're better off, you're worse off. We're all in this together. We're only going to get through this by pulling together. 
and, and frankly, by making some tough decisions. And, and that's what I think, you know, the five people on this call all, all have in common, as well as the fact that we're all geezers of gear, and you can tell because we're all wearing glasses. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and, you know, and you know what else to add to that, John, is that uh, this is, I'm going to use a word that I hate, unprecedented. Yeah. Okay. There was the Black Plague, but there was, you know, there was no cell phone, the social media aspect of this and the, the speed of information, uh, the speed of misinformation, yeah. uh, you know, all of that kind of stuff is just, it's, it's stunning how this is happening uh, and how fast it's going and how the narrative changes moment to moment to moment. And you don't know, uh, I don't care who the hell you are. You don't know what to believe. You know, on one moment, I'm like, okay, this is just bullshit, you know? And then the next moment, I'm like, holy smokes. Like, I, I'm down in this resort because, not because I'm on some big vacation, is I've got family down here that are in their late 90s. And so they're about 10 miles away, and we take them food, and we wipe it all down, and we, you know, we do all of that. And we're just trying to figure out wh what we can do and how we can do yeah. it right. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's scary. Uh, it, it's well, scary. One, one of our folks... One of our folks from our Toronto office is driving to Florida as we speak to pick up his grandparents and take oh, them to, take them Bless. back to Toronto so that they can be closer to the family. Because how yeah. else are they going to get taken care of right now? Yeah, no, it's a very yeah. Well, my, I think I, you know, my mother's I, in a I, home that was just closed uh, today. So oh, that's scary. No visit up. anymore? And, and well, that's uh, probably a good thing, you know. Well, it uh, isn't. It isn't. Caution. I mean, yeah. tell that to my three sisters who are all going, "Oh shit, I haven't seen her yet this week. I feel terrible." And you know, so. have, her, have her stand at the fucking window. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know. Uh. I mean, really, this shit. You. You. you re I, I am not an alarmist. I'm not a guy that's just really afraid of anything. And this. This doesn't scare me. What it does is it's 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 mind numbing because you. You can't see it. You can't put your army against it. You can't fight against right. it. You don't know what the hell it is. You just need to yeah. do, you need to do your best to just do nothing. And that's not our nature. This whole right. business right. is not our nature exactly. to just, yeah. oh, just wait. Someone else will take care of it. That's yeah. not what we do. So, I mean, you know? if, if we could, let's first we keep saying it. And, you know, so obviously we're talking about COVID-19, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it. Or, or as John calls it, the fucking virus. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, so that first let's talk about what we're faced with, some of the challenges. And so, you know, one of the things I think that's frustrating to some of the people on the political spectrum is that every day the, uh, the White House comes out with sort of a new strategy or a new level. And I look at that as basically no one on earth understands this thing or understands no, what it is. Everybody's winging this shit. They really, right. they really are. So yeah. as of right now, I believe we're now at a limited of gatherings. There, you can't have gatherings over 10 people or they're suggesting that you don't have gatherings over 10 people. That's the recommendation. Right. Yeah. Many cities uh, have already closed everything from casinos in Las Vegas, nightclubs, shows, <laughs> events, you know, bars, restaurants, etc. Some, I believe those are still open, at least on a limited basis. Um, yeah, the different, it depends on the county you're in though, because you know, some count like LA County is different than Orange County right now, which is right. different than what's going on in San Francisco. And now which is County. crazy, which right. is just it, crazy. Yeah. So I, it's each, each, each local mayor is making their decisions and every governor is kind of doing their own thing, but yeah. that's because it's, it's an evolving 
well, thing it, every it, day, it's right? It's interesting you it's say different. that, Eric, because I, I'm in the process of uh, lighting a uh, car dealership down here <laughs> with LED stuff through my other company. And <laughs> the guy just called me right before the, the um, podcast here, and he said, believe it or not, we're still going forward. And I said, wow, that's not the call I expected to be getting. And he said, well, you know, yeah, it's tough because nine of our car dealerships that we own are in San Francisco and are forced to be closed right now, um, which is kind of like two thirds of our holdings. But, you know, because we saved money on all of the uh, remodel and everything that we did, we need to spend the money. And so you were kind of penciled in there already. And so we're good. Yeah. Which part of it is? Wow. A claim. Well, I mean, you part guys can claim, you guys can way, see. Eric. I'm I'm at my yeah. I'm at my office right now, and actually, we're here, and we're still full staff because we still have business going on. Yeah, the live events business is. Done. I mean, it's on pause, right? Right. But on the acclaim side, on the architectural side, we're busy. Yeah. And, and I know that's that's hard to hear right now, but that's uh, great. A lot of, it's great a news. Lot of our a lot of our acclaim reps are actually you know hiring production companies to bring in a little, you know, green screen television backdrop and they're all planning because they can't go see the architect architects. Right. They can't go see the design firms. But you know, and actually those guys are busy too. So yeah. They they're most of them are working remotely or from home, but they want to do trainings. They want to keep engaged with their customers. So everybody's I'm going interviewed on doing what we're doing right. now, right? Uh, everybody's uh, doing what we're doing now. Thing, but I, I I unplugged for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's what, what, uh I love the Wiseman's multitasking. Guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so you know, you, we 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 talked before about um about people that are just getting started in the business, and, and I think the five of us have a different perspective that we might be able to to, to lend to this, and, and perhaps a little bit more philosophy that's balancing our existential terror. Well, they're going to have to. We've all done this before. We've all done dot com bust, nine eleven, the 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 two thousand and seven meltdown, and we've all seen this come back. And I think if there's one thing. I would like to say to anybody that's watching this that is just at the start of their career and is scared shitless, it's going to be okay. We've well, done this before. Yeah. We've yeah. come back. We've worked through. Have you seen anything like this? No, but we haven't seen anything like the dot-com bust. Yeah. We haven't seen anything like 9-11. Yeah. We haven't seen anything like the credit crisis in 2007. And we came back and we made it through. So please know that there's hope and yeah. know that this industry is amazingly resilient and it's going to be really scary because because in the uk we say bad news gets around the world before the truth has a chance to get its trousers on yeah, yeah. the bad news is going to come out first you're <laughs> yeah. going to hear about people being laid off and then just like after a fire you know those sprouts are going to start to pop up yeah. and people will come up with amazing ideas and ways to like you were saying eric about your acclaimed dealers bringing in production companies to help them that's brilliant that's what yeah. we need to be doing. We need, we, we're not going to worry our way out of this, but we may well be able to think our way out of this. John, if, if we can, I, I want to, uh, well, first of all, I want to point out that I just had the power that I think the entire industry has wanted to have for a long time. I muted John, mute John Wiseman. Wiseman. Yeah, <laughs> muted John Wiseman. Uh, yeah, you don't know if it works, though. Oh, no, it worked. You were quiet there for a bit. Um, that was my CFO calling me with a payment schedule list you know i mean that that's 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 what happens here yeah, right now that's yeah. the that's the world we live well, in. well and Under, yeah I mean, and, and even though a claim's busy that could change tomorrow a lot you know most of the construction sites are still open but once those start to close that could you know everything could change well right, eric tomorrow. you're also and and ben i'm sure you want to talk here too but you're also talking about taking probably 30 percent of your business and you utilizing that to pay for a hundred percent of your business and you know Correct. my hands up i'm doing the same because there are, are you know for, fortunately for my company gear source it is diverse enough in that we are global 
And so, believe it or not, Asia is pretty busy right now. Um, it's parts Mexico, of East- Mexico for us is very busy right yeah. now. But but the but Europe is is done. Europe yeah, is Europe's, Europe's they're 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 on a reduced staff, minimal staff. Most people yeah. working from home. It's, Although Eastern it's, Europe's okay. Eastern Europe, you know, it's not great, but they're still mm-hmm. buying product. They're still moving yeah. some stuff around. And that's still- why we're still sending people into the office in Europe, but it's yeah. a minimal staff, right? Yeah. So yeah. So. Um, you know, the, as far as challenges go, so I want to kind of get through the bad news first, and then let's start talking a little bit about the good news. Cause I think, you know, I know a lot of the emails and messages I've gotten were, thank God you're doing this. I hope I can pull some ideas out of this. Cause people really, you know, maybe sometimes we think we're a bunch of goofballs or, or we're whatever people are really looking to us to provide them some answers to, to not to, you know, do I wear a mask or not wear a mask? I don't give a shit. That's not my, that's not what I know anything about. Right. right? But what can I do today? You know, and I'll tell you where that line comes from, by the way, this, what can I do today? Craig Burroughs said something on, on a podcast that he did with me just after he uh, recovered from cancer, got, got cancer out of his body basically. And so Craig Burroughs was given a, uh, you know, terminal, you're going to die from cancer stage four. Um, I'm sorry, Craig, but this is terminal. And, you know, sitting in front of the doctor, him and his wife had a little cry for a minute and then, you know, kind of wiped the tears away. And he said, okay, so what can I do today? And the doctor said, Craig, I'm sorry, but did you not hear me? And he goes, no, I heard you, but what can I do today? What can I do right now, starting right now? And that's the general attitude that I want to, and that's, by the way, that saved Craig's life. You know, that attitude and his desire and willingness to do anything he could to beat cancer, and he beat it. And so, oh, failure, failure was not an option. For, failure for was not Craig. an option. Failure was not an option. Yeah. He wasn't so, He wasn't manifesting any other outcome yeah. other than getting healthy. And, and, you know, Just that, like you did, Mr. Loader, you did the same thing. Yeah. You were like, this is, this is, you know, you're with your issues. You were like, this isn't taking me down. And I think that's an inspiration to, well, to all of us. Yeah. Wiseman, and I, Wiseman did it. Oh, no, no, you did too, John. Yeah. Yeah. Self-imposed. <laughs> yeah. And I think yeah. what, what Mr. Featherstone said a few moments ago is true is keep in mind. Now we don't know what short term means, but this is a short term problem. Manage it. Like it's a forever problem. Think about exactly what you can do today and what you need to do to protect your community, but understand that this will end. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Be really mindful of, uh, be really mindful of the news as well. I mean, I I think we used to be presented facts and invited to make opinions and now we're presented opinions and asked to decide whether they're facts or not. That's that's, that's, that's absolutely right on the money. It doesn't even matter, John, what, what side of the fence you live towards. It's absolutely, uh, it's, it's, it's about, it's gotten down to clickbait and it's yeah. now clickbait on TV. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, you, it, like every now and then I'll just go media free and just go, I, I can't listen to this shit anymore. Not, not, just, not, not just in this, just in the last, let's say five years. Well, it's I'll tell like, you, social media is even worse right now because everyone's an expert. And right. so, well, every, every asshole has a, has a, has a, has is, is their own TV station. They're, they're, they're their own television yeah. station. You know, there used to be three stations that you got your news from, and it was pretty reliable, you know, in America. In in Europe, it was the BBC, or in England, it was BBC. But here we had ABC, NBC, CBS, right? Maybe an old UHF station, which I'm sure 
the young listeners don't know what the hell that is. UH you know? what? Yeah. 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 Well, that, that showed wrestling, roller derby, and, 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 and waterbed movies, right? And so, um, so, so waterbed sponsored movies. So at the end of the day, it's like now it's just, it's too much information and it's too much bad information. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. on social media, you know, the spin on all of this, like I, I really do have to just look away. Like I spend, usually I'll spend, you know, an hour a day just kind of poking around to see, you know, what companies have done layoffs, uh, what's going on with my friends in the industry, who's hurting, who's, you know, who needs help. Uh, right. Just try and get a feel for what's going <laughs> on. But I don't follow the propaganda of, you know, here's what you should be doing. Here's what you shouldn't be doing. Here's, you know, you got to pick a source, a reliable enough source yeah. for that information and just try and be sensible. And honestly, Mr. Featherstone, you've been one of those sources for me, which is shocking. Oh, the world really is coming to an end. I know that's because <laughs> normally I follow you. Uh, normally I follow you on Facebook, despite most of your opinions. But <laughs> but for the past couple of weeks, I've followed you on Facebook for your opinions, and you know, so that's that's been you know, I'm I'm grateful to you for not just blurting out nonsense, but actually filtering it and, and trying to, you know, help people with truthful information for the most part. So, and, and I think that's something we can do. You asked about what we could do now. And, and, and I got to tell you, regardless of where you are on the political spectrum, I don't think anybody in Washington is getting up and saying, how can I screw this up? How can I make this worse? How can I put more Americans in sure. harm's way? How can I really do my best job to screw up the economy today. Yeah, you know what, John? I, you're 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 absolutely right because I believe I believe in my heart that that human beings, as a general rule, are are, are, are inherently good. One hundred percent. They, they really, really are. And I don't I don't think there's anybody that doesn't want to fix this. They're just trying to get their heads around what it is in our industry to kind of get back to the, the thing here. It's kind of like Marcel said. Um, you know, we're we have we have the uh, ability the five of us right now to be leaders because this is going to be listened to and it's going to be, uh, you know, taken with a grain of salt or taken with, with, uh, uh, you know, people looking up to us as old industry guys who, you know, been through some difficult times, but there's nothing like this before. So, you know, I, I, that's why I'm really glad you're doing this Marcel, because I look, I'm, 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 I'm a positive guy. I get up in the morning and I think it's going to be okay. Right. I mean, I told a story one time and I'll just, let me just digress for a moment. My mother, when I was about eight years old, explained to me that she said, there's, there's these two twin boys. One was an optimist and one was a pessimist. And I said, you know, what's that? And my mom said, look, you know, uh, the, the, the mother took the pessimist into a room and the room was full of horse shit. She didn't say horse shit. She said it was full of horse poop, right? I vividly remember this conversation. And I said, okay, you know what? And she said, and the pessimist was like, oh, this is terrible. It stinks and blah, blah, blah. And so the, the mom takes the twin out and then she brings the pessimist, the optimist into the same exact room, same room. And, and, the, and the optimist looks around and goes, oh my gosh, let's get a shovel and start digging. There must be a pony in here somewhere. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and and really that's that's what we're posed with right now you know i love that story i can just picture my mom's face when she was telling me that and i and i i learned a lesson that day oh. that it, it, it this this is you know to a degree what we're going to make out of this yeah. and like ben said this is going to pass 
Right. It will pass. Well, we I'm, know that. It's just yeah. how long is it going to be? How are we going to keep people, you know, employed or paying their bills or, 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 or not with their water turned off or some stupid shit like that? So, John, you're at the very top of the, the food chain in the in the touring business. And, you know, other than maybe asking Live Nation or somebody, you should probably have a, a good feel. And, you know, without fully committing you to this, what do you think of uh, what's the answer to that? How long is this going to be? When are tours back on the road? I mean, honestly, you know, uh, uh, I, I haven't made a conclusion on that yet, Marcel, because it's so early in the process to to to. To uh, I, I'm talking to a lot of different bands every day, all night. I'm talking to you know actual artists. I'm talking to the guys in the band. I'm talking to their their managers. I'm talking to their record companies. You know, these are all just relationships that I've had over the last forty something years. And and everybody to everybody to a man is this. Look, we got to get back to work. Everybody is, we got to get back to work. Okay. And, but we're not going to be stupid about it. We're, we're going to, we're going to weigh out all the opportunities and it's, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's an evolving answer right now, guys. Uh, and the answer, the answer a week ago was, Hey, we're going to do our last show on Wednesday night, which is a week ago today. This is from an artist that was playing down in a, a sold out arena. We're going to do our last show tonight. And then we're going to go down and we've got shows planned in early April. That's when we're going to kick back up again. Okay. That's changed now. Right. Okay. That's changed. When live nation said, look, I, I, I jokingly say we are the tail on the dog. Right. So, you know, it, it, we follow where the bands go. We follow where the car companies go. We follow where all the productions go. I say, we're the, we're the tail of the dog mostly the part right by the asshole. Right. <laughs> and, and, and we go, we go where they go. Right. So if they're not going anywhere, neither are we. Right. And, and so, but do so you have a gut feel. Yeah. I, I, my, my gut feel, uh, was, was two weeks and that was a week ago and that gut feeling's gone. Yeah. Uh, I'd say honestly, right now, I think we're looking at, 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 at June one before it gets normal. And I base that on anecdotal evidence from other countries who have reached the tipping point right where they where they were it's 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 a bit of a problem it's wildly out of control they get a little bit of a grip on it it gets to a tipping point and then it starts to go down and we start to understand it yeah. that's and i think america uh I, I think it was smart that we closed our borders earlier than 100%. most and i think that i think that that this the, the, what we're all doing right now uh, is going to help it out a lot. But I think I would have said we'd been back to work middle of April. I don't think it's till the end of May. I really don't. I just, yeah, I, I, I just so don't too. know. I just, I, I just, I, I think, I think when the, when the weather warms up and you know what I know about viruses, you, you couldn't put in a thimble, but what I, what I'm able to ascertain is that look, live nation did a two, two week lockdown. Right. Um, I think that's going to extend a little bit because we're about, we're about mm, six days into that right now. And we're going to follow what these guys do because, yeah. you know, if, if uh, band X, Y, or Z or car company, look, the, the, the tip of the spear for us was the Geneva auto show canceling. All right. It was a $30 million cancellation for us. All right. And we're like, Holy shit. Well, we can get through that. Right. And then it is just dominoed down to the fact of right now, uh, you know, I'm part of a company that uh, has been through a lot of ups and downs, 
you know, PRG and Jerry Harris have been uh, uh, phenomenal in, in the balls of this guy to put all this together and write it out and build a company, which I think is a great company with 70 offices and 3,500 full-time employees and zero income right now. Yeah. You know, I can tell you what Jerry Harris is, uh, Jerry Harris is, uh, is, is, I can tell you point blank. That man is thinking about, uh, those employees and not himself right now. Oh, I'm sure and he is. Yeah, and I know Jerry too, and I would, I would second that. There's nothing. Yeah. Jerry doesn't give a shit about the gear or the boxes and whatever you might think about PRG. Doesn't matter. I've known Jerry a long time, and I no. know what's keeping him up at night is those 3,500 people. Yeah, yeah. A- absolutely. And so, well, you know, the we- other thing that I would probably say about Jerry right now, and, you know, let's not have a Jerry a thon, but. Yeah, um, no, he's a good dude, though. The, the other thing I would say about Jerry right now is he's probably not curled in the fetal position in the corner no. waiting for shit to happen. No, he's not. No, no, no. He's, and he's that's. Thinking, uh, he's moving, he's, he's, he's maneuvering. No, I, 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 I can confirm that, you know, there's yeah. two a day, there's two a day calls, there's a call in the morning, there's a call in the afternoon. I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's about, you know, how do we, how do we not, uh, how do we, how do we, how do we get through this? You know, as executives, we've all said, look, it's time for us to take a hit. I'll just, I'm not going to talk about what's going on on that particularly at PRG, but I can talk about some of the things that I've been involved with in the past. Um, when nine 11 hit, we'd never seen anything like that before. Never. Yeah. You know, I was, I was in the UK, uh, when that happened and it took me about five days to get home. And when I got, when I got back, I had 23 cruise ships cancel all of their builds in, in a, in a three day period. You know, you guys were all in that stuff. You went through all of that, but we came, we came out of it. The, the difference there is you knew what the fuck you were dealing with. You know, we're yeah. still trying to figure out what this is, you know, and then I'll fast forward to chaos. Um, uh, not, not, not the chaos, but the company that, that I founded with Nick Jackson, you know, Nick and I got, found ourselves involved in a lawsuit and, you know, that lawsuit was costing me about uh, two to $300,000 a month. We were small, 40, 50 employees. We didn't lay anybody off. Uh, you know, we did the best we could. We took no pay for months just to get through it. And we came out the other end of it, you know, but guys, you know, the leaders of our industry, which are the five of you guys on this on this call, the Jerry Harris's of the world, the you know the the you know the other guys, you know the, what we do know is that this is going to come roaring back hardcore. What we do know is that you know the conversations that I'm having with artists uh, is that it it is all about not oh my god rolled up in the fetal position like you said Marcel it's like holy shit how are we going to deal with this when it comes back roaring because the people and the expertise that it takes to pull off these shows you know we can't lose them right. And, and it's going to come back hard and it's going to come back fast. Woe betide anybody that's between Dave Grohl and an arena. I mean, the, the <laughs> thing that Dave Grohl put out, he's like, I mean, he's, Wasn't like, that great? He's, he's, he's ready to get back. So but Marcel, you said before about coming out of this with some, with, with some real takeaways for people that are, that are listening or watching. Yep. And, and I think there's two we've hit on so far, which is this has happened before and we've made it through and, and keeps, keep hopeful. You know, keep optimistic, keep, keep your head up, don't get down. And if you're feeling down and out or down in the dumps, call your friends, call your colleagues. You know, I said to everybody in our company, call me 24 seven. My phone's yeah. going from the bed anyway, as Kathy will attest with uh, a suitable acerbic wit, wit and, uh, and scorn about the proximity yeah. of the phone to our bed. But <laughs> pick up the phone and call, call your friends. Uh, you know, a trouble shed is a trouble half and, yeah. and we will get through this together. Yeah. But we're going to get through this. It's like Winston Churchill said, when you're going through hell, keep going. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the only I've thing talked to, I've talked to a ton of uh, business owners the last few weeks, guys, you know, our dealers, guys have had to lay off half all of their staff, shut their doors. Uh, you know, it's the business owners are, are struggling just as much through all of this, if not more. And, you know, when I was out for three months on disability, you know, I, you know, it was hard for me. Right. And you, you either have to have a savings to get you through that time or you apply for disability. And it's, you know, it's not embarrassing. Go, go file for unemployment. If you've been laid off, go yeah. get your money. Look, it's, I think it's, I, it's and, insurance. And special, it's, look, it's I, think insurance. The, I think the fucking government at this point, you know, there was a thing floating around, which I sent to Marcel. I mean, the, the live event industry, which encompasses a very large, large, it's, 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 it makes General Motors look tiny, okay? What we do around the world is huge, and I'm talking stagehands to performers and everything in between, the truck driver that brings it there, the hotels that depend on us to fill it up and then drink their bars dry, okay? The, I'm telling you, we're huge. We're a big, big thing, and it's not being talked about. They're talking about hotels. They're talking about the car industry. You you roll that yeah, up in yeah, the lighter van industry. We're a hell of a lot bigger. And you know what? Yeah. We got to start making some goddamn noise to get some attention because you know the, those checks. We need our trade associations to. And, yeah, and we need to be doing it when we're out of this as well as when we're in it because exactly no, the same the thing time. happened nine eleven in two thousand seven. We went, hey, what about us? What about yeah. all these, you know, everybody talks about the gig economy. We literally are the gig economy. We're doing gigs, damn it. You Look, know, I'm going to tell you what. Need, and we need to remember this when things get better and we get busy and not just go, oh, I got to focus on the business and all that stuff. And there's this yeah. need over here. We need to commit to our own industry and to each other. No, I, I, I look. I'm. I'm. I, I, I. That's exactly what I'm saying, John. Exactly what I'm saying. I mean, when I look at the when I when I look at and not not this is not political, okay? But if you, we can spend three trillion dollars on a fucking war in in the Middle East somewhere, you can give fifty billion dollars to the to the uh, 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 to the airline industry. You can give fifty billion dollars, or you can give two billion dollars to the live event industry give it to the company owners with the caveat you don't lay a fucking soul off yeah. you don't lay anybody off okay yeah. here's here's your line of credit if you if you if, if you it's, it's 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 not a bailout it's 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 a helping hand and that shit needs to happen right yeah. and the caveat is no working man gets laid off there's a lot we can do right now in this downtime. You can organize your warehouses. There's a lot of stuff that can be done right now. But if you're shipping everybody home, it's bullshit. And that's yeah. what we're trying to do so, right now. So some of the things I wanted to talk about now that we're kind of moving past the negative shit into some of the positive stuff. And, and you know, so I wanted to mention, first of all, um, you know, businesses that have been through this or worse. And when you look at a company like Netflix, for example, and so they weren't hit by a virus or anything like that, but DVDs, which was their business, 100% of their business at one point went away. And what did they do? They sort of developed this streaming business and now they're the, the labels, biggest, the labels, the record the labels. labels, the record labels yeah. had to reinvent themselves. And in the short term, the way that they did that was they were selling lunch boxes with Beatles logos on them and they were selling pens with Pink Floyd logos on them. And I have a drawer full of them here. Um, you know, <laughs> you the, bought those, huh? no, no, my my wife was <laughs> in the record business and I stole them. Um, 
when you had to steal a lot because they were really perfect. shitty. That's they were really awesome. shitty pens, and so you had to steal a whole bunch of them because uh, they only worked for a couple of days. But the point is that they didn't say, "Oh well, I guess we're going to have to just cut all of our staff and and curl up in a ball and die." They said, "We got to figure out a way to make money." So what I think is, you know, going back to that Craig Burroughs conversation is what can we do now? And that's the thing that not only we as business owners need to be looking at, but individuals who are the freelancers who are hurting right now. And so they didn't have the greatest lifestyles. They didn't make the best decisions. They, they weren't financial geniuses. So what? We're still in this, you know, they're hurting right now. Got to figure something out. And so John said the government is, is probably going to step up and help, um, or hopefully we'll do something. There is a, uh, uh, what is that thing called? Um, the yeah, they're, they're only going to do something. They're, they're only going to do something if, if we make them do something. You know, I mean, you got to look at the other side of it, too, is that the government is being everybody right now is calling them for help. Everybody. Right. Yeah. So how do you how do you cut through that noise? Right. And that's uh, and that's that's something that has to happen. And I thought that I'm sorry I interrupted you there. No, Marcel, no, that thing I sent you. It's like, you know. It's you've never seen anything like this before. Everybody needs help. Yeah, everybody. So, by the way, I'm and gonna, I'm a, I, and who knew I was a socialist? Yeah, I'm gonna share. <laughs> well, we're all socialists today. Right. <laughs> you know, we're yeah. definitely we're all socialists today because we all need help. Everyone, the whole industry needs help. But um, I'm gonna put all of the links. So if you guys have any important links that you want me to share to people yeah. for this podcast, send me those links right when we're done, and I'll make sure to include them in the actual uh, any of the promo we do for the podcast and in the podcast link itself. Um, so you know, one of the other things that I don't know if people know about this or are paying attention to this, I'm sure all of you know, but um, the federal government has put in place some SBA financing, and it's still not even finalized because the funny thing is, while the president was announcing it, I believe it was on Saturday or Friday or something, I'm actually texting my banker saying, sign me up. You know, I want some of this uh, SBA money. Me too. Yeah. And, um, and my banker's like, what? I don't even know what you're talking about. What do you, you know, what it, and I'm like, it's being announced right now. I want to be first in line for it. Not because I know that I'm going to need it, but because in case I need it, it's there. If I don't need it, I won't use it. Right. Well, and, and look, it doesn't have to be, a, you know, I, I hate the word bailout because, you know, when, when, when we're making a ton of money, uh, we, we can pay these, we can pay this back. I mean, you know, right. look, it, exactly. it's, that's, that, that's, I think that's the part where, you know, Bernie Sanders said something yesterday, which who thought I would ever agree with him, but he just said, look, you know what? Uh, you don't just give this money and then, and then you, you, you need to put in places where they can't buy the cheap, the, the cheap stock buybacks and all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. gotta be a legitimate business loan. There's gotta be some strings attached to it. And when we are all doing back, you know, that money needs to go back to, right. to, to well, where it came that's from. That's exactly what these SBA loans are. So yeah. SBA being small business administration. So, yeah. so what the way that works just for people who don't know is the small business administration is a government agency. What they do is they back loans for your bank. So in other words, they'll guarantee the loan for your bank. Your bank can lend you the money. 
if you don't pay it back, the bank's not out the money. The government pays the bank. The, the bank, the bank, the, bank. The, the government basically agrees to chase you if the bank can't find you. Pretty yeah. much. And, and there's much. some very specific even it's it's county by county. I was reading yesterday, you know, Westchester, Putnam and Dutchess, which are the three counties just north of Manhattan here. Um, there are specific programs you can get into just in those counties through the SBA right. or some of the counties in New Jersey now and Connecticut. Well, that's uh, going to roll out about the tri-state area yeah. so that's you know if you have nationally been uh, you know so right. right now like for example florida isn't even on the list and right. um but it will be probably by the end of this week and yeah. so you know we're in line yeah the, go the governor to go. has to request it if i'm if from right. what i understood so right. i was right off the phone because from my, disaster based lending right yeah. so i was right off the phone from my banker and on the phone with 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 the governor's office well leaving a voicemail obviously he does not take my calls i don't know what's going on with that yeah. but <laughs> he doesn't take my call yeah. but i think that's something else we can do as well we're talking about things we can do talk to your representatives local state federal government Wiseman was yeah. talking about having a voice yeah they 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 they, they care about votes yeah. and when they're hearing a lot of people and i said to everybody that works for us get on the phone don't be yeah. a dick about it don't scream and shout be super polite well, but be super I, persistent i just Charlie want to finish Hernandez, off Charlie I want, Hernandez, who does amazing stuff i want to finish, says, this, uh, more by being I want to finish so, this thing about available cash though because okay. i think it's very important and I think every business, if you haven't, if you haven't cut cash staff, is oxygen, if you haven't cut staff, if you haven't cut, uh, you know, costs, you know, unimportant, whatever it is, anything that you're spending on, if you haven't made those cuts yet, chances are in this industry, you're going to have to make those cuts very soon. And so you may need money. And if you don't need it today, great. Like for sure, Amazon and the toilet paper companies don't need money today. Yeah. However, I read that? a great article about the toilet paper companies. But they'll companies. take it. Well, the toilet paper companies are going to be in trouble really soon because people are buying nine months worth of toilet paper right now. And they're going to go off the list. A month yeah. from now, it goes off a cliff and, and nobody needs unless Unless they get diarrhea. <laughs> ever, ever the optimist ever the optimist yeah. Yeah. so we've pulled yeah. in too much food it's not yeah. going to keep properly yeah. and that's yeah. solve properly. No, the kid the kids on our block will just go back to tp and houses again uh, yeah there you right. go i have a i have houses. a eric said something really interesting earlier and maybe also just again in the spirit of what can we be doing eric you had 90 days at home or whatever yeah. it was yeah. what did and obviously you had some health things to work on but what did you do from a, a a work perspective what did you work on what did you concentrate on to make sure you came out on day 91 uh in a better position than you were on day minus question. yeah well you know the first 60 days my wife wouldn't give me my phone or laptop so i couldn't do much <laughs> yeah but but you probably had the up during that time you probably got to do a lot of great so, so work I got to read, I got to read and I got to, you know, a lot of, because a lot of it's mental too. Right. And a lot of it's about recovering from the emotional mental part of the surgery versus the physical part. So I spent a lot of time on that. And I think a lot of people need to work on their mental health during this period too. 100%. Um, and you know, I read a lot of great books, obviously watched a lot of Netflix. Um, uh, but you know, I, I um, uh, you know, people came in, you know, people were able to come see me after a couple of weeks and, and I got visitors and I, you know, all I could do back then was walk and I, I walked by myself. I couldn't exercise. I couldn't do anything. So, you know what? I went and walked a mile a day to start. And then the next week it was two miles. The next week it was three miles because I couldn't do anything else. 
And you know what? I got my head so clear during that process. And, and I encourage people to do that now instead of sitting home, go walk. I mean, we're not confined to our homes. You know, we can still go outside and walk and get fresh air. For now. Um, <laughs> except in the seven counties north of San Francisco, I guess. Yeah, right? okay. and, and I think men- mental health is super important in this. Yeah, and, I, and I think us as 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 leaders who I think all of us have one thing in common, that's we really give a shit about people. Well, and you guys. Uh, and it's one thing I learned from Wiseman a long time ago. It was really keep a BDI on the people that are keep that are taking care of you. And I think to support people in their mental health, you know, there's, there's a good friend of mine, Lindsay Scola started a, a, an enterprise called tour support, which is focused on our industry and providing mental health resources. Marcel, I'll send you the link. You can, you can put it in, in yeah. the show notes. And, and what Lindsay and her significant other, Steve Richards have done with this organization is, is remarkable in terms of a place to go to get, help with mental health issues in our peculiar business. And I think that's going to be really important. And I think well, giving people a yeah. forum to talk about this stuff is going to be critical. This, this is, people are going to go stir crazy. We're an on the run business. We really yeah. are. I We're mean, we have a group. Stuff. Yeah. We have a group of people at ACT who, you know, like like we were joking earlier about John, who have spent, you know, 10 days a home, 10 calendar days a month at home, right? That, right, that constantly on the run and they're all now parked in their houses. And obviously they're keeping in touch with their contacts and their industry friends and making sure everyone's okay and checking in on what's going on, but also just making sure, you know, we all have that list of things that we're going to do. Oh, tomorrow, next week, next month. Now's a, you know, a really great time also to get all those things done. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, the, 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 one of the things that I learned going through, you know, my, my, you know, near death experience was, it, it was an exercise that, that, that I went through where the, you know, my, my, my counselor looked at me and he goes, he goes, Hey, Wiseman right here. That time is gone. It's gone. Can't get it back. That's it. Yeah. So you have to be present, which is hard for us to do. Yeah. It's very hard to be, cause I'm always analyzing what happened. How can I make that better? How did I fuck that up? How did I do it right? Et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Well, what am I going to do? It's like, no, no, no what are you doing right now? Right. So, you know, it's hard to be in the present. I don't think that's just our industry. I think it's just the human nature. Right. I mean, we're all, we're all, we're all honestly fear-based. Yeah. Everything we do is driven. One of the books, one of the books I read during that time, John was the power of now. Yeah. And that's that's a great book. That's exactly it. It's, you know, I was dying to go to LDI, right. I was during my recovery during LDI. And I'm like, how can I go to LDI without going to LDI, right? So I got that, you know, the, the, yeah. the, the, the e-bot from yeah. Double Robotics. And we, it's an iPad on a Segway, for lack of a better description. And the girls bought one and we sent it to LDI. And I was able to be there at LDI virtually, like we are talking now, but just with the ability to control and move around the show. And wow. it was incredible. And I think we're going to do a lot more of this going forward. I mean, yeah. I, I would do video conferencing now, maybe once a week, twice a week. I think we got to do this every day with our customers, with yeah, our colleagues. You know, it's been interesting how many people have reached out to me and said, Marcel, I know you run a virtual company. I know you use a lot of online tools and virtual tools yeah. and stuff. Can you help me? 
And so I've been guiding all kinds of businesses on using Slack to operate your business, using Zoom to operate meetings, using all kinds of different tools, how to do podcasting. I've, I've talked so many people through how to operate a podcast. And yet me and Gamar and, and yet Featherson and, and I could not get it together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I screwed it up before you and, even got here, John. Yeah, yeah. I here's couldn't the get thing. on the phone because I didn't have Lacey here to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. And if so, you don't have anything to talk about right now, make it a habit. Make it a day. You know, we do this at ACT. We have nine buildings. We do this throughout the company every single day because what you're doing is you're building the infrastructure. You're building the train tracks. You're putting the cars on the tracks. You'll figure out what to put in the cars later, but build the habit of these communication rhythms. I agree. They're, yeah, you know, right. they're going to matter. No, and, and from a business standpoint, stay close to your clients. Yeah. You know, everybody needs to be reaching out. Don't be afraid to call people and just say, Hey, you know what? This really sucks. Then that, how you doing? How yeah. are you feeling? How's your family? How are your loved ones? That's how you, we keep yeah, that connecting. A lot of that right yeah. now. So and we're and we're doing we're doing the trainings too, right? So I mean, I know I've seen yeah, Mays doing it. You out. know, everybody everybody's doing free trainings now for everybody. ETC, we're going to do it with Obsidian. How are you doing that for the industry? Um, you know, we had had planned in person training here last week, so we've obviously canceled that. But we told everybody, hey, log in online. It won't be the same as having your hands on the consoles but you can still kind of get the 101 of the product. We can talk to you about new features. Those are the new things education. that I'm loving seeing right now is people are figuring this out. So companies, I saw MA Lighting doing it. I see that you're doing it now, Eric. Companies are figuring out how to do online training webinars. And so it's sort of a double win. Like for example, you know, if someone's learning a new console or a new version of software for a console, that is basically enabling the console company to have more users out there who know your console and the users are obtaining a new skill. And I think in this downtime, whether you are a freelancer, a business or whoever, you should be learning new things right now. Well, and that, that, to, that, that, to that's, that gets, that gets right back to the point of, yeah, this is not going to last forever. Of course yep. not. Okay. So and plan for who you're going to be on day number absolutely. one. Yeah, right. Well, absolutely. it's, it's, it's right back to you. What you said, Ben, uh, to Eric, what, what were you going to do on day 91? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we, we got a day 91 just to use that, you know, yeah, terminology. Absolutely. We've got a Let's day. Hope it's 31, but sorry. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I'm, I'm with, I, I'm with you, yeah. Ben. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm shooting for 31. I'm shooting yeah. for 21 actually. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, there's, you can you can sit around and you can you can think you know that 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 it's all gloom and doom it's not okay it's an opportunity to do other things right it really well, really is the other yeah, thing and, is and hold on getting back to so i i had this trip planned where i'm on right now about three or four months ago and uh it was it was a trip to like do some self-care, check into a nice resort, work out every day, eat well, see, see the grandparents, do all those kind of things. Right. And, and, and I had had stuff planned for this week and I thought, okay, well, it, part of me was like, you know, in fear about what's going to happen with the business, but I had no control over that. So the other part of me that I did have control over was look, I haven't had a break since nine 11. Okay. This is not going to last forever. So I'm going to make the very best of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the attitude. Well, improving you. Yeah, improving you. Exactly. No. And and so I think a couple things, you know, one, when we look at that day 91, as you call it, um, 
what let's do call we, it day let's call it day 21 please what do we look like <laughs> what do we look like as individuals as professionals as humans what does our business look like in 91 days or 31 or 21 um you know have we evolved are we better then than we were before did, which did I we think learn in anything most cases have we learned anything but also how did you treat people and so I've, this is something that I am preaching to my company all day, every day right now is people are going to remember how you treated them through this process. And so even if you have to, God forbid, any of us, all of us, fire people, lay people off, cut expenses, whatever, someone's going to be on the receiving end of that. And we can do that with dignity and with fairness and with kindness and with empathy, or we can yeah. just be dicks about it and send HR in there and... You know, so nah. not that yeah. that's being dicks. I mean, that's how a lot of big companies have to do things these days. But I, I just think there's a way to communicate this with our people and to some humanity. Great, yeah. And yeah. have some humanity and, and look at what it looks like on the other end. Another couple things I wanted to bring up is some of the things I'm loving right now. We are in a very passionate creative industry with some really smart, passionate, creative people out there. And so I've seen a few things over the past couple of days that I'm just blown away by. One was, uh, and I don't know much about it, but I see that there's an event being created as a benefit for people in the industry that's going to be called, I believe it's Live From Nowhere. And so it's a, it's a concert that's going to be uh, streamed and it's going to be called Live From Nowhere. Sounds really cool. I don't know much about it, but I love the idea. Um, this morning, I saw Keith Urban did a live stream last night, and I don't know if you've seen it yet. I know you're very friendly with that group, John, but um, Keith Urban did a live stream. Oh, we lost Ben somehow. Hello? No, we're still here. Oh, oh John. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Sorry. I'm, I, I was taking my turn to go get coffee, so oh. I was turning off the video. <laughs> Wiseman, Wiseman was muted there for a second. Um, yeah, you know what? Keith's a very charitable man, and he, yeah, he you know. He's been he's been through a lot of uh, a lot of hard times as well. But he just so. he did this really cool thing where he did a, a live stream from his storage warehouse where yeah. he played and sang. And I think it was the drummer who basically hit play. And Keith Urban even said, you know, I'm doing karaoke right now. I hope you like it. And then Nicole Kidman's dancing around in the background, you know, being like a fan and a groupie kind of thing. And it was yeah. just super, super cool. Another one yeah, was sweet. last night I saw Dropkick Murphys doing a yeah, kind of thing, a, a live stream for St. Patrick's Day. And there was a whole bunch of Irish bands doing uh, St. Patty's Day live streams. Really, really cool stuff. Um, you know, I love. Yeah, that. I really, I really hope like the Live Nations, AGs. I hope they put together some of this stuff. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Because well, I think I think that will help inject some money into the right. support yeah, relief we, efforts. And yeah, we actually we actually th there was uh there was there was a, a a couple of guys that had come to us actually ironically, uh, designers like John Featherstone, who simultaneously a group of them all. This are all none of them connected, all competitors, but but completely independently all came to us and said, look, we want to do this. And it was like, OK, everyone's talking about this. So the first one we did, I think, was with Kelsey Ballerini. And we 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 set up and her her record label who, you know, the labels don't make any money off the live stuff. The records, the record, the labels make money, you know, off off of, you know, streaming and selling and blah, blah, blah. So they got to keep the music up in people's faces. And they actually paid to do um, 
a, a, a podcast webcast live show from yeah. uh, a studio that we had set up and we're starting to get a lot of uh, Metallica reached out about doing something like that. I mean, so, you know, you have to, this is where innovation, innovation comes from need. Right. When you need something, you innovate, you know, we didn't think we needed cell phones and, and someone thought we did. So then we found out we all needed them. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot. Um, no, it's true. so, well, you know, that this is where the innovation and the creativity, uh, is unlocked. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, good, other- comes, good comes from bad. It's horrible. But triumph, always, triumph always comes from adversity. Yeah, Triumph always. always comes from adversity. But I, and I think, I think in the event space as well, I mean, Hyundai last night, you know, one of our clients, Marty Brinkerhoff, went to Hyundai and they did a virtualized meeting. Not a, web, not a webinar, not something that was designed to be a bunch of talking heads in a room, but a live event that was broadcast. And I think there are tons of opportunities for us to think about. It's on YouTube. It was, it was the Hyundai event from last night. It's worth taking a look because there was a lot of smart people thinking about the way to do something that made you feel like you were in a live event. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought that that was, I, I saw the Keith Urban thing as well. And I thought that was really cool because it was really kind of like impromptu and rough around the edges and really kind of cool and different. And, and the Hyundai thing, it felt like you were at a live event. It didn't feel like a TV show. It felt different. And, and there's so many smart people in this business who are thinking about ways to reframe this and, and, and find, uh, and find uh, silver linings to this really big storm cloud. Well, and again, I think one of the things that has to resonate is every person, every business needs to take some responsibility, some self-responsibility, personal responsibility to improve, to increase your skill level, to make yourself healthier like John is trying to do this week, to, um, you know, I mean, A, we have to make sure we all survive. You know, that's number one is you got to survive, whether it's the business surviving, people surviving, your families surviving, et cetera. But we got to survive first and foremost, which means that businesses are going to make some decisions. Some of them appear to be rather unpopular. Um, you know, I, I personally, you know, the way that Christie went about it very publicly, I thought was actually kind of cool. You know, and I'm very sad for all the people who lost jobs, but Huntley Christie didn't hide from it. He kind it of was honest. put out a press release was, and, said, very honest. Yeah. and said, this was devastating. I love these people. It took me so many years to build this team of people. And here I had to let go of almost 50% of them. And I hope to hire them all back very soon. And, uh, but that's what it is. You know, I'm not going to hide. Man, he was way ahead of the curve the too. Yeah. He was way ahead of the curve. Well, how the hell, what does he know about this that we don't know? Yeah, I mean, I just I think that that's how Huntley has has always structured Operated. his business. You know, it's, yeah, it's always yeah. been a very compartmental sort of business that you know you could expand quickly, you could contract quickly, and maybe that's yeah. just how we Canadians think. You know, everything could go away tomorrow. What's it look like? You know, yeah. and uh, I've gotten away from that at some point in my life, but I've always thought a bit like that too. Like everybody's going to steal all of my lunch tomorrow, so I got to figure out how to eat without it. You know. And, um, and you got to figure out how to eat it before they do. Yeah. Remember to play <laughs> offense, not just defense. <laughs> yeah. Get that all backwards. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to go back to is I, I kept talking about these SBA loans and stuff, but there's one in Florida, and I'm sure some other states have it as well. But there's one in Florida. There's a disaster bridge loan in Florida, which is zero interest. It's available on a signature only. 
and you can get up to $100,000 on a signature only in the state of Florida. And so any businesses who are listening to this who happen to be in the state of Florida, you should be uh, applying for this. And, and I'll try. And there must be something like that in other states as I'm well. Sure that, yeah, I'm there, sure there are. There are. And, and I think what's important as well, Marcel, is, is in this gig economy age, a lot of the people that we use as independent contractors have actually incorporated and I've had some conversations with them where I'm like, you're incorporated. The bank doesn't care whether it's just you incorporated or whether you have 100 people. Yeah. Your corporation leverage that. And I think as business owners, we can maybe help some of the people that we work with who aren't quite as savvy in that, who are yeah. like, well, I incorporated because my accountant told me to, and it's going to send me a bunch of money. Well, now that's a strategic advantage. You can yes. talk to your bank about, about loans. I've been, say, I've been saying to guys, send us invoices. We can't pay you at the moment, but then you've got a bunch of money on your books that you can go to the bank and go, look, we've got all of this. All of these invoices are issued. All yeah. of this money is pending. These guys are going to pay us eventually. And I think helping using our business savvy that, wise men, I know you're like me. You've, you know, you've kind of Forrest Gumped your way into this just like I Absolutely. did. Absolutely. Yeah. Owning a business. I have zero. I don't even have any training in lighting much less in business. I'm making this shit up as I'm going along. Yeah. But we figured out a way to do this. Share that knowledge with other people who are maybe not quite so savvy because I think a lot of people go, oh, an SBA loan, that's not for me. Well, if you're incorporated, Why you're you a small be? business. You're yeah. 100% in the sweet spot for that stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, you're, you're, there's clouds coming and you're just grabbing an umbrella. <laughs> that's well, all you're doing. Really, Hopefully yeah. you never have to use that money, yeah. but putting those lines of credit in place that they're that they are handing out now quite easily to businesses who maybe a month ago might not have qualified or might not have asked for a loan. Uh, today, you know, it's a different situation. Well, look, we, we, we call that dry powder. And that's a, you know, that's just a, a, an old time way of saying, you know, ha have your ammunition ready. You don't have to shoot it. You don't have to use it, yeah. but you can have dry powder. You, you, you want to prepare for a rainy day. You want to, you know, it's 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 just smart yeah. to have a line of credit, you so, know, and 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 avoid dipping into it unless you have to. Agreed, agreed. We, so we were talking about day ninety one. There's one thing that I think is going to be really interesting for us to think about. You know, Wiseman, you and I have known each other a long time, and I think you and I have very much the same kind of mentality in terms of yeah, this all sucks. When's it going to be better? Let's move forward. Yeah, I could really use some definition about when are we going back? And, and, and I know everybody's focused on, obviously, you know, on, on, on the people that are sick and, and, and the unfortunate people that, that, who are losing their lives to this. But I could really use some guidance from government about when we're going to go back and all of our clients good. When, when, when are we coming out from, from our self-imposed isolation and when are we going to start moving forward? Well, Is I, you it know, zero cases? Is it zero deaths? Is yeah, it, yeah look, but, look, John, that's... But see, and that's, I would and, ask John Wiseman before I'd ask the president that question right now. <laughs> I, no, yeah. Neither of them would have an accurate answer. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm my, my, uh, my fingers on the pulse of that thing. I mean, yeah. there's, 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 a, there's a couple of things that I just don't understand. And that, that I, that uh, these are the things guys that I have a hard time getting my head around being a logical thinking, positive man. Okay. Uh, there's nothing I think that I can't do. There's certain things I won't attempt because I don't think I'll do them very well. But I also think that the, there's, there's nothing we can't do collectively. Anything we could, I mean, anything we want to do, we can do, you know, John Kennedy said, we're going to put a man on the moon. It's like, so guess what? We put a fucking man on the moon. Not because it's I, easy, but because it's hard. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and it's also too, people ask me, you know, 
you know, how, wh- how, how'd you get in the business that you're, you're in? And I said, well, if you'll tell me how to get out, I'll tell you how to get in. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I've said that, to, said that to a kid front of house, right? So, so you know, g- getting back to that, um, what I can't understand, and I think that probably some of the people listen on this, uh, and again, not political, stri- strictly statistician, uh, statistics. My father was a lawyer. And he said to me one time, he said, look, there's three ways to say liar. There's liar, goddamn liar, and statistician. Okay? Because <laughs> right. you, can, you can twist that stuff. So when I look, when I look at the statistics, you know, you've got uh, 100 people have died in America. And if one person dies, it's way too much, and it's horrible, and it's bad. Okay? But I also look, 300,000 people died last year of obesity. Okay. And we're not, there's not a mad dash to stop selling French fries. All right. Um, 180,000 people died of the measles last year. Okay. All, all of this is really bad. I just trying to understand exactly what is going on here because be, until I understand exactly what's happening here, I can't understand how it's going to end and how it's going to go from there. 100%. Couldn't possibly agree more. Yeah. yeah. So, and, I, and I think uh, in early stages, Marcel, you know, you were saying, you know, I'm, I'm a serial Facebook poster. A lot of people said, well, you're diminishing this. I said, I'm not diminishing it. I'm trying to understand it. Yeah, I'm trying exactly. to understand how we crisis manage for, for a crisis that we can't even really define, that we haven't set the parameters for. Uh, you know, I'm with you, Wiseman. One, one life lost is too many. Yeah. But, but we have many, many problems in modern society. Why well, is this one catching, inducing such panic? I think it's because you, media. And when are we going to say it's better? John, I, I think it's because you can't see it. Yeah. It's an invisible enemy. You don't know what the, it's. But you can't see measles. You can't see diabetes. You can't see heart disease. You can't yeah, see but yeah, no, like, but there's, but, yeah, but John, but there's a history. And, you know, we look back. We look back at histories, anecdotal, and that's where we get our information from. We can see thing. we can see trends, here's right? The you can't, there's thing, no trends Johns. here. This is all brand new. John's here's a scary thing. Yeah. What what if this creates a similar reaction for future outbreaks of anything, or for future, you know, one person can't yeah. die. You yeah. know, I, I mean, I don't want to lose any people. But, you know, if we say there can't be one more car accident with one more death in cars, exactly. all of us are going to be walking to work. I mean, there's not going to be any cars on the road because you can't make them 100% safe. We're well, not that's, on a 100% that, safe planet. No, and that's, and, that's, and, and that's the point where I'm saying, you know, to, to understand this, you know, f- for myself, I got to put a fucking stake in the ground to measure things. I got to yeah. Okay. Right. You know, okay. From where I, I don't think that stake's been put in the ground yet. And that's kind of frustrating because it's hard to give an answer. So if you, if you had to ask me based on, on, on what I know today, when this, when day 91 is Mr. Featherstone, um, I, I think it's around, uh, honestly, I think it starts getting back to normal around June. I think it starts, I think it starts squeaking back past that tipping point around the first of May. Right. Okay. Then it's going to be insane, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, but look at man, bring on the fucking insanity. We've been yeah, insane really, for 40 absolutely. years. Yeah, bring it on. If we're allowing the epidemiologists to define public policy, which is what we're doing at the moment. Well, no, well, no, no John, 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 you're also letting social media, not you. Oh, 100%. Social no, media is defining 100%. what the fuck is happening here. And that, and that's insane. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. 
Well, so I think we could look to our government for some guidance in that to say, look, we're working with this. Here's, here's the victory line. Whenever we've had these situations before, it's been our goal is to defeat ISIS. Our goal is to drive the Taliban out of Afghanistan. Our goal is whatever. The plague. We, the we, plague. Yeah, yeah. We've known where, where the line is. And I, and I think we need to be thinking about what that looks like for each of us, for our businesses, for Absolutely. when we're going to let people back in, when when a tour is going to roll back out, when a Live Nation uh, and Clear Channel going to lift their moratorium. What I think we need to start to think about how we get out of this. We're in a hole now. What does getting out of the hole look like? Well, yeah. let, can I say something, guys? Um, my my daughter, she's 15, and she came to me last night. She goes, you know, Dad, this is kind of controversial, but she goes, why is fear spreading faster than the virus? Yeah. You know, and why, and why, you know, why are we, you know, it, maybe we're overreacting and, and yes, it's, it's terrible and it's, but there, you know, we do have references in the past for H1N1 and, and other diseases. And yes, this one is spreading faster apparently, um, or is more contagious. Well, no, but, but, but maybe it's not. Cause you don't, you know, when they say 3%, 3% of what? They don't even know what the fuck their their three percent is. Yeah. You know, that's the problem I have. That's where yeah. I can't I can't put it in a box if, and measure. Okay, so China, right? Let's assume this. Your daughter's very bright. Your daughter's very bright. Yeah. She's she's a smart girl. Yeah. She's uh she she catches me off guard quite often. Yeah. Um, but I think you know in China, you know our products are made there, and we have a lot of partners and friends there. Uh, we have forty factories that we deal with there, and most of them are back to work. Uh, most of them are at 80%, 100% production capacity now. They're yeah. begging us for orders right now. And, Guess and you what? know, and, and you know what? And that that's that's part of my that's that's part of my uh, data that I that I pulled together to trying to make these decisions, right? So yeah. so we had some stuff being built for Metallica, uh, not Metallica, for Foo Fighters, and we had some stuff being built for Molly Crew, right? It just stopped. It just stopped. And yeah. so my head of R and D calls me and I, and I go, I go, uh, so what do you know about that? And he goes, well, I'm in Hong Kong right now. I go, what the fuck are you doing in Hong Kong? He goes, look, the factories are starting to go back to work. They, 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 they want to get these orders out. So that that's part of that tipping point that I talked about earlier. Right, right. You know, there's a great, there's a great book called the tipping point, right? And it's, it basically uh, means when you get to a certain point to where, you know, a trend will turn into normal. Right. Right. Um, right. And so, Right now, when you see China lockdown, and by the way, it's you can't trust a, a goddamn word that comes out of that government over there. You can't trust anything. But what you can trust is that if the factories are back working and people yeah. are not dying in the streets, then it's probably doing better. And you're kind of seeing that wave happen. And they were three or four months ahead of us. I think yeah. we, I, I think, and I hope, and I believe that we've done a better job of keeping this thing under control yeah. than they did. So uh, you know, that's where I look to to May. Yeah, so I just want to be able to. Yeah, when the shit hits the fan, and I've got, you know, look again, being the tail on the dog, right? Uh, the CAAs and William Morris's of the world, and and the AEGs and the um, <clears throat> Live Nations of the world. These people own arenas. These people, I mean, they're way, way out there farther than we are. <laughs> a lot farther. They, you know, they, they'll, they, we've seen, how many shows have we seen where they go, God, they're only doing like three or 4,000 seats in a 15,000 seat amphitheater. Why do they keep doing that? Well, so they can sell beer, peanuts, parking, all the rest of it, right? right? So those guys are who we follow. And those guys are 
even highly more motivated than we are to get this stuff back to work. So, right. so you know, there's, and there's by a the way, lot they have better stuff. lobbyists than we do. Yeah, yeah exactly. Boy, have, man, that's a good point. Yeah. But, and, well, and that, but let's. Yeah, and we need to fix that. We need to fix that when this gets better. We've got some disposable income again. I'm not saying well, it's we, right. I'm just yeah, saying I'm right with you, man. It's a, no, but you're right, man. But you know what? We 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 can piggyback with those guys. Yeah. yeah. You know. but, but wise when you were talking about china somebody in china stood up and said and, and eric you know like you we got we got a bunch of friends over there as well but somebody in government stood up and said okay everybody back to work based on this, it, it, perhaps a totally arbitrary all right we're done with dealing yeah. with the criteria yeah. yeah that's the scary Some, part you don't know somebody needs to be prepared to stand up and say okay back to work well, and guys, I'd love to know what it, that looks it ain't like. that good yet because maybe china is getting a lot better but um i have an office in singapore and the guy who runs my singapore office yesterday i was talking with him and yesterday, the head of uh, whether it's prime minister or president or whatever of Malaysia—he's a dictator over there, basically. No, no, Malaysia, the head of Malaysia, Malaysia which is their nearest neighbor, and yeah. so the economy's much better. The dollar's much stronger in in Singapore than in Malaysia. Malaysia, and I—I hate to sound bad or whatever, but Malaysia to Singapore is like Mexico to us, basically. Okay. So a lot of labor comes into America from Mexico. We rely on that labor coming in and then going home on the weekends. Same in uh, Singapore with Malaysian labor comes into Singapore, skilled labor. They do the jobs and they go back home in Malaysia. And Singaporeans travel into Malaysia as well. Well, they've just... Uh, um, I don't think they've closed the borders, but what they've done is they've imposed this uh, 14-day, um, uh, you know, what do you call it, where you got to sit at home alone again? I should remember. Yes, isolation. Isolation. Quarantine. 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 Yeah. A 14-day quarantine if you visit Singapore. So basically, Malaysian workers can't go work in Singapore anymore, and it's causing, you know, complete havoc. This just happened yesterday. So Yeah, but you know what? I think that I, but I think that's part of the tipping point because, look, if we got to shut down for 30 days and we know it's 30 days, it's like Featherstone said. You Bring just it. got. You yeah, just got to know. Money gotta go? That's what I'm looking for, Wiseman. I know yeah, how much money yeah. we've got. I know what we can borrow. How long does it have to have to last? Because I want to spread that out across everybody in our organization. No, exactly sure right. Everybody gets a bit. Yeah. That's the answer that we don't have yet. But yeah. I think every day, literally, we get closer to having what that answer is, so, and I, I believe the truth will be revealed. And that's why you've got a plan like it's yeah. a forever problem. What I want to yeah. do right now, because I don't have you guys all day, and I know all of you are their phones are starting to vibrate and everything going on right now. So what I want to do is I want to kind of try and end this with with three questions or, or one question, basically, that I want sort of uh, the top three answers from each of you. And so um, I'll start. So the question is, is that Craig Burroughs question? You know, what can I do now? What can I do today to, to improve this situation? And so my three answers, which I just scribbled down while while talking with you guys, um, first is, is have cash and or credit available. And so whether you're a business or a, an individual, and for some individuals, it's just too late to do anything about it. But I do believe that you're going to be able to get, like, uh, Eric was saying earlier, you can apply for different, uh, means of getting capital from the government. You can find 
part-time work. You can go work in an Amazon warehouse. I mean, there are opportunities out there to be able to feed your family. So have some form of cash or credit available in order to sustain your business for, let's call it 90 days right now. I believe, I hope that it's closer to 60 days, but let's call it 90 days. Um, secondly is take the time to improve you and or your business. And whether that's your health, whether that's improving your processes, your systems, your inventory, your um, the way your staff is made up, whatever it is, take time to improve your uh, business or yourself. And if you're an individual or a freelancer, add new skills. You know, if, if you're a, a, you know, a tech, a lighting tech, why not become a lighting programmer? Learn more about operating some of the top consoles out there. Take the time to take those classes that are being offered by Eric and by Ben and by MA Lighting and by other companies who are providing those opportunities. And then last is plan for day 91. And so I believe every business and every individual needs to be looking at day 91 or 61 or 21, whatever that is, but let's just call it 91 for now for fun. Um, but plan for day 91, because if we don't plan for day 91, Eric uh, and Ben, you're not going to have enough inventory to fill the needs of your customers. I'm not going to have enough listings to be able to sell product globally when people are buying product again. Um, you know, everyone basically needs to be planning for day 91 because if, if all of a sudden everything is dumped in your lap, you're just not going to have enough resources or time or, or capability to deal with it. So next, just in my list, as I see them on the screen is Eric. Um, so what, what can people do now? Well, you know, I think it's, yeah, it's the looking at taking inventory. What do you have? What can get you through this time period uh, with what you have today in front of you? And then what do you need? Analyzing your needs um, to get you through that period. You know, we've, we had our management meeting yesterday, all the managers sat down. What do you need for each department to keep doing with the business we have today? And then looking at the sales team, you know, what business do we have coming? Talk to your customers and, you know, John said it earlier, engage with your customers, engage with your clients. Even if the jobs are canceled, talk to them, see what's, you know, where their heads are at. I'm sure Wiseman is talking to his customers every day just to get a vibe for when it will come so he can report back to what the needs are going to be. It's, it's all connected. I mean, fortunately we, every year we're used to dealing with Chinese new year. So we've got a lot of inventory right now and we had a lot of inventory on the water already. Um, but now, you know, at what point do we start releasing purchase orders again and start building again? That's what we're juggling with right now and trying yeah. to figure out. Yeah. Well, and what does that, demand look like at day 91? I mean, that's a very difficult one. You know, I think there are still <laughs> things floating out there that we don't know, like the Olympics. You know, the Olympics is sort mm -hmm. of the, the, the elephant in the room sort of bad word right yeah. now. If the Olympics were to cancel, what does that do? You know, that's, that's ugly. So, yeah. um, John Featherstone. I think there are, there are three things that I jotted down. The one is resources and, and, and every aspect of that. Marcel, you've had some great advice about uh, places people can go for cash flow, but that's also um, making sure that you're keeping your resources balanced in terms of, of your own personal energy levels and your own personal 
feeding your soul and your spirit. And that links into my second one, which is mental health. Yeah. Check in with people. The, 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 these, these are tough times. And sometimes it's the least likely person that really needs some help. I, I have a history of depression. I, I think I'm probably the least likely person you would look at and go, I wonder if that guy battles depression. We, we yeah. all have our own challenges. We're going to need to lean into each other. Practice positive mental health for yourself and for others. Figure out what feeds your soul and go do it. Um, for me, it's getting my drum set back out and starting to play again, something I haven't had time for for ages, getting back on my bike. Um, and the third thing is stay busy. We're, we're people that thrive with keeping um, energized and motivated. There's tons of things that, that we can do. And, and, and for a lot of the people that work with us, it's finding things people can do where they feel they're making a difference. Uh, we've, yeah. we've come across this organization, um, and Marcel, I'll send you this to put in the notes as well, called Folding at Home. Org. And it's a Stanford organization that's using distributed processing to um, help support the, the, the uh, research into, into treatments for coronavirus and a number of other conditions. We've got a lot of really smart, really techie people who are really bored at the moment. And we're yeah. dragging out every laptop, every computer, every D3 server, everything we've got and aligning our resources behind this distributed thing, we can all come together and it gives people something to do where it makes it feel like they have some dominion and some control. There's so much that's out of control at the moment. Let's try and help people around us feel like they have some, some kind of control. Excellent. Excellent information. And Wiseman? Well, you know, the guy who goes last has the worst You're idea because I've already heard. Ben. I've, 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 oh, Ben. Well, you're screwed, Ben. So I totally am. <laughs> Deservedly <laughs> so. Yeah. So, you know, look, I agree with everything that all of you said. Uh, the, the one thing I go back to is, is optimism and, and, and believing, uh, number one, just people need to understand and remember and hold to your heart that this is, this is, this is going to end. Yeah. Okay. We don't know when it's going to end, but we know it's going to end. I'm more lean towards <laughs> it's going to end soon. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I, you know, it's, I don't know what depression is. You know, I, I haven't suffered that. I've suffered the opposite, you know, uh, wild, insane optimism, right. Which is kind of depressing when you think about it. Um, so I just go to the point of it's going to end. We got to get through it. We got to, we got to love the people that we work with for and who work for us. I like to say people we work with because uh, that's that's the way I look at my coworkers. Yeah. Um, and uh, and and be prepared for the for the wild rodeo coming up. I mean, yeah. we we I, I I promise you all, and I promise the people listening, you will look back at this and go, my God, I wish I'd taken some time. I, yeah, it's going to be the roaring twenties. It's going to be the roaring twenties when this comes back. It's gonna, yeah. people are going to be so starved of connection and yeah. entertainment yeah. and enjoyment. It's, it's going to be bonkers. Well, and I look at, I look at that as, as, as like, um, it, it's, it's, it's going to be a madhouse, which is what's normal to us. Right. But we have to use, stretch our resources. Now you don't just, you don't just cut things out of fear. You, you, you got to put it all on the table and you got to spread it out amongst all the people to make sure everybody gets what they need. Right. I'll be a capitalist pig in about 90 days. Right now I'm going to be a, a, a warm sharing socialist because that's what's needed right now. 
Yeah. That's just well, what's needed. John, you just made me think of something else, by the way, just to screw Ben even worse here. Yeah. yeah. Is, bend over, um, ben, ben over, Ben. Here comes, bend over, Ben. Here comes the last good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. No, I mean, the thing is, this was one of the first industries to fall and one, it was one of the hardest hit industries or is one of the hardest hit industries. But it's also going, people are going to push very hard, not just, not just us, but fans of music, uh, the government, local governments, local uh, politicians, whatever you want to call it, everybody's going to push very hard for this industry to recover the fastest as well. Well, because it's, because it's visible and it shows that life is happening again. It makes people feel good to, to yeah. gather together, to go to a show, to, to see a concert, to go to but a from sporting a, but, event. But from a government standpoint as well, I mean, that's all absolutely right, Marcel, but don't, the, the government wants, nor, wants it to be normal again, because that's where they start. But what's a bigger sign of normalcy than, that's you know, what I'm saying. Madonna playing yeah. to a hundred thousand people in a field well, somewhere and, or whatever, and that's you the, know? And that's, that's the point, you know, we are, we are extremely visible. Yeah, extremely visible. Yeah. You know what? If if there's a live na- if there's a if there's a, a a a live Earth or whatever the fuck it's called, the benefit going on at yeah. Giant Stadium, t- ten million people see it. If a new car is launched, maybe a million people see it. Yeah. The visibility. You know, we we need to get back yeah. out there and lead, and I can't wait till we can get back out there and lead. Wait before get be- before we, we go to Ben. Off. Does anybody else have any really good ideas that you want to share yeah. before we get to Ben? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, meeting adjourned. Thanks, everybody. Great call. <laughs> All right, Ben. Ben, away yeah. you go. No, nah, listen. A lot of great ideas. Um, I'll just try to maybe put some words around what's been said. You know, first and foremost, plan, protect, defend your community and think about what your community means. It's you, it's the people in your house, it's your mom, it's your dad, it's your coworkers, it's the people who are, should be pushing cases on the Eagle show tonight who aren't, you know, there's 250,000 restaurant workers in New York city right now trying to figure out how to feed their families. You know, it's, it's, it's everyone. And think about what that means. And that's true for companies and people, you know, cash is oxygen, figure out where it's coming from, whether it's the SBA or other resources. Um, So that's step one, stabilize to the new normal, whatever that looks like for you today, knowing that the new normal is going to be different, maybe three hours from now or tomorrow, but plan so that that's flexible enough. And then, as we've been saying, don't just play defense, play offense, right? Yeah. How, how are we going to be, how are we going to be better people, better companies, better ent- better whatever on day 91? How are we going to be happier, have closer connections, better communication and enjoy our lives more? Yeah. Right. You said something about restaurant workers that just made me think, are we going to have like a crime problem because pissed off waiters and waitresses are all going to be roaming the streets? Like, Uh, see, I thought you were going to get all that energy and, you know, that kind of thing. I'm just, I I actually, I actually saw, and I, I forget what city it was, but it was on the East coast where the police department put out, put out a press release where they asked the criminals to please stop for a while. (laughs) <laughs> take 30 days off no, they guys. really yeah. did they yeah, said yeah. look yeah, please day, day 31 but until then i, yeah. I, 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 I want to say it was pittsburgh but it was a legitimate 
press release from a police like department <laughs> saying, brilliant. can you guys please just, just curtail it? Just think. <laughs> maybe we could start on social media spreading this thing where it's going to be 121 days, not 91, not 61. It's going to be 121 days. No, then. Marcel, you're going the wrong way, buddy. It's no, going to no, be 31 I'm, ju- I'm days. just saying for the criminals. I'm just saying for oh, the bad the people. Tell them, you know, yeah. hey, criminals, it's going to be four I mean, what, and a half what, months. What criminal is going to go, oh, okay, all right, I'm in. Yeah. Oh, I see the yeah. error of my ways. Yes, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> Guys, yeah. who this, knew? That's, Br- that's British law enforcement, isn't it? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Just be nice. Be um, nice. Is there, is there anything else anyone wants to say quickly before we... Jump uh, thank you, Marcel. Yeah, thank you, Marcel. For this thank you guys. Yeah, this is brilliant. Thank yeah. you very oh, much. Thank, thank you guys. It's great. Very it's much. great to see, great to see all you guys. I hope you're all safe. Well, and and one final thing, same thing I kind of said at the front end is is all of us and everyone in this industry, out of this industry, in this world right now, literally in the world, every business person is making very difficult, very sometimes you know against their heart, against everything they believe in. They're making decisions and doing impossible things. decisions, impossible. Yeah. It, you know, it's like those old stories where, you know, you've got a raft and it only fits one kid and you've got two kids. Which one do you put in it? How do you make those decisions? Like you can't put the, put the put, throw the criminal out. Yeah, and the but, priest says, do we have time? No, sorry. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> that would be rabbi, bro. Otherwise, <laughs> That's funny. And mom, rabbi. No, just, yeah. these, these, are, these are brutal days that we're all going it's through. Brutal. These are days when, you know, we wish maybe we were those. Uh, I, I can't even say wish we were the freelancers because they're going through hell. But, yeah. you know, I wish I didn't. I wish I only had to make decisions that impacted me and my family, not you know, another, however many people in their families as well, because that is what we're faced with. We're, we're impacting other people's families, not just our own. And that's the tough part. And, you know, I'm, I'm with all of you and I'm here. If anybody has business discussions that you want to have that are really difficult and that are 100% confidential and everything else, I'm here. And I'm not just talking to the four other people here. I'm talking to anyone who's listening to this as well. Me too. Count, count me in. My phone's yeah, open. Yeah, me too. Featherstone, Wiseman, everyone's yeah. phones are open. Absolutely. We're, yeah. we're here totally. to talk with people. I think we're voices of reason for the most part. Um, and, you know, again, thank you guys for taking your time to do this. It's Thanks, great to see all you guys. All right. All right. Take care. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Right, Be safe. Thanks. 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 Thanks a bunch. <laughs> okay, bye. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Sweet, sweet.